another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Ugh, sorry. You doing all right? I'm fine. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. I've been getting up real early, uh, like 4.30 in the morning early, to try to get shit done before work, which is all well and good, but by the time like 10 a.m. rolls around, like I'm ready for a nap. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, I've been actually trying to do the actually waking up thing. <laughs> you know, early. Yeah, there's a lot of times I have to come in and like, poke you well, like a stick my schedule's weird so maybe i should get a stick to use sure poke you with it but i'm actually trying <laughs> i'm actually trying I'm, I'm not trying to wake up at reasonable times and mm. you know enjoy my day uh-huh and get things done and poke yeah again maybe so i don't get poked <laughs> so be, your uh, wife doesn't go outside get a stick from a tree and poke you with it you could use any long object like a broom <laughs> yeah Stick, <laughs> or, or yeah, you'll, you'll go out in nature and get me a get a. Get oh, a, nature's not that far. Oh, like we true. have a yard. That's true. We do have a yard. I could go get it, and there are sticks. You know, there are. We have. We have. We have. I we have rock some of that kindling. I mean, yeah. we got to actually have a cold day or something so we can burn some of it. Maybe. Yeah. Either that you. or we got to throw it away. It makes me uncomfortable after all the fire. That's true. Yeah. No, that's pretty rough. So. Sorry, for some reason I just keep thinking about those NFT apes. Apes. Because we were just listening to uh, one of my podcasts and they're talking about NFTs. Well, they were talking about that guy who tweeted about losing all of his apes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you do NFTs, cool. Um, no, it's really bad for the environment. Maybe it, it, don't. It is bad for the environment. <laughs> but if that's just something that you're you're into that sort of stuff, I mean, I whatever. I just I just I don't get it. No, I'll no, never I understand. I'm not it. meant to get it. I guess. No, uh, no I, I will never understand NFTs. People can try to explain them to me, and I will not listen. No, because you don't own a thing. You own a link to a thing. That's the th- that's that's the a place on the blockchain. Right. <laughs> that's the thing that frustrates me. Is a like token. So, somebody's like, hey. I'm going to own an NFT of this image. It's like, but I can literally just right click something and, and save, save it. it. Right. You own a thing on the blockchain, a whole bunch of numbers. You don't own the image itself. It just, it's maddening. Cause it's like, it's, it's not, it's insane. not, a, it's not like a, like a tangible item. Right. It's not a tangible object. It's kind of frustrating. And I'm sure someone's going to be like, Ugh! and I'm going to be like, you know what? If I'm wrong, that's cool, man. I'm good with being wrong. Yeah. How no. much longer do I have to live? Not very long. <laughs> I'm not gonna spend it trying to figure out NFTs. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't have time. Mm-mm. Also, it was funny uh, earlier on the show that I listened to uh, the completely unnecessary podcast with uh, Pat, the NES punk, mm-hmm. and uh, and Ian, and I found it interesting because they're talking about how they st- they talk about WCW for a second, and they like. Uh, how they s- said they stopped watching after, you know, like a certain incident or whatever, like the mm-hmm. finger poke of doom. And it made me think like, cause I, because literally on Wednesday, Wednesdays now, AEW is on TBS yep. and we actually can access TBS. Yes. We watched AEW before recording this show. Yeah. And I went to this last week. And so it just makes me think like, I've never had a point in my life where I've been like, I'm not going to watch wrestling. Mm. You know, or I'm not going to watch a certain kind of re- like, like I'll if if it's on, 
I'll watch it. Like if Impact was on on a station that I can access in an easier in an easy way where I'm just sitting around, mm. I'll watch it. It must be nice not to like experience simmering rage with an entertainment property. I've never experienced that uh to the to the point of just complete denial. Like what denial of watching it? Or not that I mean, I've You've never rage quit like a show or anything? Uh, trying to think if that's ever been there's I feel like there's been You've never gone back to a movie theater and returned tickets to the killing joke? Oh wait, that was me. Yeah, that was that was you. Yeah. Because you got so angry about what was gonna happen in it. Yeah, you you knew. Mm. Um I'm trying to, actually I'm trying, to think right. of, I'm trying to think what where what my history is with that sort of behavior. Cause I don't think I've ever You've never said, I'm so fucking tired of this, I refuse to watch it. Like watch the rest of it. Who you or me? You. Like I can't. You, I can't immediately recall a moment. I feel you, like there's been. There's a lot of times I just stop watching because it maybe might fall out of my routine, mm-hmm. and I'll just for you know I'll just not want to watch it. You've never like been like you know what fuck this show. I mean, I've never done that with wrestling. I know that. Oh man, which is impressive. That's amazing. Because wrestling. Can What's be- it like not to live with simmering rage? <laughs> <laughs> what what is it like to to be able to to not get angry over something that doesn't matter? Uh, God, what's I'm, that like? I, I it's good. That sounds good. Sounds real good. It's healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sounds like a healthy way of dealing I with entertainment properties. Blood pressure is, is uh, has been characteristically good over oh. Oh, throughout my life. Oh, is because you don't have rage towards things you have nothing no I'm control not over. Constantly bubbling. Mm, yeah, I'm always angry. Yeah, yeah. You'd be a good Hulk. I would be. I mean, that's again my secret is I'm always angry. Yeah, I'd be a great Hulk. Like I think you'd be constantly Hulk. <laughs> I would be. I. I mean, you'd be green all the time. I think I look good in green. Yeah. It has to be a dark green though. You can't. If I'm like a pea soup green, I'd be really pissed. Yeah, I don't want to be. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a light green. Yeah, I don't want to be a light green. I'm like a nice, like emerald. Like if I'm an emerald green Hulk. That'd be great. Yeah. Jade, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Some jade. jade. Forest green, I'll take. Mm, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's always, that's always a favorite color of mine in the Crayola yeah. box. I, I could do any of those. I think I'd be a real nice, you know, yeah. Hulk in any of those colors. But if you could be like, you know, baby snot green, I'd be real pissed. <laughs> no, that's my, that's, that's a new, <laughs> that's a new crayon. But baby snot green? Yeah, baby snot. Oh, great. Oof. Uh, yeah, see how we see how we bring it to comics. <laughs> see how we bring it around. This is why this is why you guys this is why you got to listen to the first part of the show to feel to 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 connect to connect with the second part of the show. Oh yeah, we're we, we're always bringing stuff around. We're doing callbacks left and right. We're yeah. always bringing it into comics. I mean, we are just highly skilled comedians. We're skilled in something. Well, we're, we're not highly skilled at doing anything <laughs> except complaining. Yeah. I, at least me, I'm a yeah, champion. You're pretty, you're pretty good ranger. <laughs> um, so trying to think of the other thing. Oh yeah, so we watched more of the dark side of the '90s. I just mm-hmm. wanted to address that real quick because we've kind of gotten to the. I think I think we have like one left. Yeah, I think it's the internet one. The I internet think it's one. next. And it's just what I found interesting about this series is that there's a, a few things in here mm. that, as somebody who lived through the '90s, didn't feel the uh i guess not the ubiquitousness but the uh the fervor for 
that these this this series well, you this might have just been outside of that particular thing well i mean maybe it's certain like an aging out or something maybe because i was thinking like the the beanie baby thing oh yeah no I, I i didn't understand the beanie baby thing either but i also you've met my mother you think she's gonna go fucking collect a beanie baby Oh, your mom's not going to do anything. No. <laughs> and my mom, and you know what? I you, you see... know why? She'd be like, I'm not putting that, I don't have room to store that shit. You know what I mean? She'd be so, she'd be... She'd be so angry about it. My mom, my mom would only do it if they came with scratch offs. Yeah. <laughs> if, the, if, the, if the tag on there, you could scratch, scratch it off, off and, you and, you could win, and you could win two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> or if it was a bingo card. Yeah, pretty much. Something. I could, I could absolutely see that. My mother would never, she, cause she, I guarantee somebody probably told her about a Beanie Baby. Like one of her friends was probably like, oh, my God, Beanie Babies, look at this. And she was like, but what do I do with them? They're like, oh, you buy them and you hold on to them and they increase in value. And she went, no, they don't. But what do I do with them? And I guarantee that was probably the extent of the Beanie Baby I mean, is uh, there a bank where they accrue interest and yeah, I can take them out? There's no way. My mother, she doesn't collect anything. She won't watch a movie a, a second time. Like, that's just not. But she'll watch Yellowstone like nine times in a row. So I don't know. Man, Yellowstone, man. She, she's fucking in love with that goddamn people, show. People are. Baby boomers love it, man. Yeah, I was just at work today and I found out that one of the uh, WWE announcers is a fan of Yellowstone. You know, he's uh, a, he's stony? A, a sto- he's a stony. Oh, <laughs> is that what they're called? Stony. Yeah, instead, instead of bronies, it's stonies. <laughs> it's stonies? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, there's people who really love Yellowstone. I don't really have an interest in it. However, I did watch, because we have Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. uh, I watched, there's like a prequel to Yellowstone called 1883, which I'm kind of a sucker for any of those like set in the Old West you're talking for periodicals for period, 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 period dramas. Yeah. So, um, I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch this. And I actually watched it right before we, um, started this podcast while you were watching AEW. Oh, you're still watching it. Yeah. It's four episodes. Okay. I watched half of it this morning when I was on the bike and I watched the second half today. Weren't you watching it like weeks ago? Well, it's coming out week by week. It's like on right now. So, there was like not an episode or whatever. And now there was an episode. So I watched half of it this morning. Cause I was listening to, cause I said, I remember, I remember sitting in bed and hearing you watching and I hear Sam is a, was it Sam Shepard? Uh-huh. Uh, Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Uh, Sam Elliott. Like burr, burr, yeah, burr. Yeah, you know? he, Billy Bob Thornton's like burr, burr, burr. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah. He was, he's in there too, right? He, he didn't he shoot a bunch of people. Oh, he, I think so. I'm trying to remember if it was that one. Cause I was watching another one too. Okay. But Sam Elliott is definitely in um, 1883. But anyway, so it's like I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, cool. And then they're like, we're taking a bunch of like Norwegian people across a river so they can like go to Oregon or whatever. And so pretty much all of them die in the river crossing. It's just like wagons going down and people drowning. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like everybody died? Like no one made it. Like. And I was just like, RIP Norwegians. I don't know what's happening. So I, I'm a little confused as to why everyone had to die so horribly and violently. Uh, Even Sam Elliott? No, Sam. No, that's the thing. Anybody who's not a foreigner lived. Oh, don't worry about that. But if there were any of these Norwegian people, they all fucking died. No, they, they died. It wasn't even like the river's not even that deep. I guess the current was supposed to be fast or something. I don't know. I was like, okay. 
<laughs> whatever you're saying, 1883. All right. I don't know why we're talking about this. Yeah. Oh, no. we were talking about that 90s documentary. 90s documentary. So and you're talking about Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies. Never. Uh, not a thing. Not a never thing. And it's never, it was never, I never, I knew about it, but I didn't know it was like that crazy like there was all this other because they talk about like people like like the mob got involved yeah people like making counterfeit fucking beanie babies well, that's, they make counterfeit like, things for everything let's be honest like action figures uh, yeah i mean game I systems guess, and they were talking about like people robbing ups trucks for the shipment of the beanie babies yeah and, that's, like, that's 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 great but i never it's nuts never understood that and then the other one was uh that i wanted to bring up was the baywatch episode oh yeah but they make it sound okay. Listen, I remember watching. Actually, do remember watching Baywatch on NBC. Oh, okay. I watched it in syndication. Right. Well, so did I. But I watched. I remember. I remember hearing about it on NBC. I remember mm. maybe watching like an episode because I was a you know fat kid at home. Yeah. And uh, That's what us fat kids did. <laughs> and I remember eventually coming to syndication, and I I want to say like. 93 94 was like the time that i watched it because it would be on at like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. on uh wtv yeah and and i would actually yeah because that was part of like my my summer the summer of staying up yeah that was when i first when i was like thir- 12 13 14 like i would be like i'm staying up <laughs> I'm watching TV past 11, oh, you know? Oh, man. You know, it was like, I'm watching Beavis as a butthead. I'm not supposed to. Right. Because I would watch Baywatch, mm-hmm. and then, then probably right after that was Arsenio Hall. Mm, okay. So I'd watch some Arsenio, and maybe there's something else after that. And then also at one point, remember watching the show Studs. Uh, okay. Hosted by, uh, by, by our friend, Mark DiCarlo. Oh, okay. That's, that, I forgot that, about that. That's how when I first uh Mark DiCarlo, who's like a he's like a like a travel guy. Yeah. He, he's been in like movie he does movies and stuff. He does he actually he's the voice of Jimmy Neutron's dad. Mm. That's where I think a lot of people know him from. But the reason why I knew Mark DiCarlo is, is because, because he was on studs. a show called Studs, which was basically like a dating show, like a like a dating game. Oh, okay. Show, but like, you know, okay. it was like gnarlier. Studs. Yeah. And stuff. And yeah, he was, he was a, he was a part of it. So I, yeah, I watched Baywatch, but I feel it was later than, than you. I, maybe 96, 97 ish because it came on in syndication in the afternoon. I think ours did too. At some, there was a few, po- I mean, there's different at, showings. Yeah, yeah. At some point it came on at the after in the afternoon and my sister and I would watch it. And at first we just hated it, but after a while we liked it and we, we'd always call it Mitch watch. Because it was always about David Hasselhoff. So we, we were just like, oh, it's Mitch Watch. And we would just like joke about it and like watch this fucking stupid show. And I remember at one point they actually did put a couple episodes of Baywatch Nights in there too. Okay. So I saw like two of them and it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I was trying to capitalize on that X-Files yeah, wave. But that would, that's that's it. That's really my... my uh, memory of Baywatch is just a lot of David Hasselhoff. Yeah, that's right. It's I, that, really just him. I realize other people were in that show, but it's mostly just David Hasselhoff. Yeah, actually, wow. In that, my memory. That, this brings back memories about the show being on on Saturdays because it would be on after uh, WWF Superstars mm-hmm. or something. Actually, Xena or like I think Xena or Hercules would be on after that or Highlander. And then because the, it was Saturdays on WTV 
was like it was mostly like syndicated programming, like just in general. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Fox, yeah. you know, like whatever. But I remember watching a lot of that. Um, but now, but the point is, is that this documentary really kind of pushed it like it being like this big phenomenon. I mean, I guess it I was. I don't buy that. I mean, I remember people talking about it. I remember it like being in the zeitgeist, but it wasn't like. It was in the zeitgeist because Pam Anderson was in the zeitgeist. I think that's why. That was 100% the reason. And I, I, and I, th- I think that's 100%. That's correct. But it wasn't one of those things where I was just like, everybody I knew was talking about Baywatch. Yeah, like I never knew anybody in school. Actually, I'll be honest. I don't know anybody. I never, I never in high school. Yeah. I don't remember really talking about TV with my friends. Be like, oh man, did you watch Baywatch? Oh man, did you watch whatever? Like mostly, maybe we talk about music. Yeah, but like I don't remember like talking TV or movies. Oh well, we we definitely talked. I mean, I didn't have any friends to talk to, but if I did, I would have talked to them about the X Files. Well, of course, yeah, because that was my thing. That was my fucking jam. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I remember the yeah, I remember the show being on. I remember because it was, but it was also because you know Pam Anderson was yes. like this big deal. I it's funny, it's funny because you showed me a couple weeks ago. Somebody, I guess, it was going around. It Twitter. was on Twitter. It was like the how she's introduced in Baywatch, and she's just playing a saxophone. No, she's standing on a rock in a river, right? In jean shorts, playing a saxophone, right? Which I don't believe she ever does again. No. And they're like, "Hey, this is CJ, bitch. Do you want to hire her as a lifeguard?" And just. Yeah, no, but I think I, but the, but the thing is, you showed me that, and I was and like, you remembered it. I hundred percent remembered. It. I was like, I did oh not. yeah, that's how she got. Yeah, that's how she was introduced, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. she, she, yeah, man, she was, she was all about it. It was in the nineties. What I also learned from that nineties uh, thing is the guys who created Baywatch, because they're like, oh yeah, we're just a bunch of guys, you know, going down, we're smoking weed on the beach, thinking about it. But then we went to talk to our uncle, the creator of Gilligan's <laughs> Island. And I'm like, oh, no fucking shit. You guys got a writing deal. Well, no was, wonder you had that opportunity. Well, there was that one part where they're like, these two guy, two screenwriters struggling and down and out. And I'm like, right. Well, and that's why I was like, oh, these just two. And they're like, well, he's my cousin and he's my best friend. And I'm like, OK, so these are cousins. And, you know, came to Hollywood to make it big. Oh, no, their uncle created Gilligan's Island. Don't you fucking worry about it. His name was, his, his, uh, his uncle's name was Gilligan. <laughs> it's just like, oh, OK. Now I know why these guys got big in Hollywood and had the opportunity to do so. And then they made Baywatch and then, and then the rest was history. That's so, it. Yeah. But, it was also, but also, like, there's that part where they're talking about the kid, the kid, the kid that played his son is Jeremy Jackson or whatever. Yeah. And they really were pushing, like. It's like, oh, he was like a teen heartthrob. It's like, look, I wasn't a teenage girl. I, n- I didn't. He was too. Well, at least when I started watching it, he was too young. The, I, sh- the episodes I saw, he was. Yeah, he was like a, he was like a little kid. He Well, yeah. I mean, when you start at the beginning, he's like 11. Yeah. So if you when I start watching and I'm like 16 years old, he's a child. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if I had started watching and I was the same age as him, maybe. But, but they really push it. And I'm like, push it. he was like this teen heartthrob. And I I'm guess. like, but, but also just from my experience of watching Baywatch, like you watched it on Saturdays, probably because you had nothing else better to do. Well, that was house. because you were too old. Like to to get that he was a teen heartthrob. I think he would have to be a younger yeah, girl. No, no, I'm saying, but I'm saying like I'm just trying to figure out like if you're a teenage kid, mm. you know, and like was he in any of those tiger 
Well, probably. Magazines. You know what? Probably was because you know what? Every kid that was on TV in the '90s, boy or girl, was in those, was magazines. In those magazines because they have to fill pages. That's they true. Can't just, I mean, granted, they could talk about certain people for like a number of pages. I actually used to remember uh, sometimes reading Carrie's from the ones that she had from the '80s. Oh God! And just being like, because I was I was a bored fat kid, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I remember reading it, and it. And, I distinctly remember a report on one of the girls from Facts of Life, mm. and then like also Michael George Michael and having a having a birthday party or something. I never read any of those magazines. I'm not surprised. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. I uh, I read Seventeen magazine, but that was more of a fashion magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get some tips. Yeah, yeah. but it w- and my mother uh, blames it for ruining me. She didn't want my sister to, because she said, it ruined your sister. You can't read it. But we got to watch the the model one, too, and that just made me angry. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's a, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Like it, it was yeah. just real upsetting. Yeah. No, I was saying, but the, the series in general, though, mm-hmm. it's pretty dope. I hope there's more. I hope they do. Uh, dark Side of the 80s. Dark Oh, Dark Side of the 80s would be nice. I'm sure they will have. I mean, there's got, you could do so many things. They did Cults. They did The Branch Davidians and Heaven's Gate in the same episode. Yeah, I got to cover them all. I mean, I would have bounced when they were like, you got to have, if, if I was in Heaven's Gate and they were like, first off, you got to have this ugly ass haircut and you can't fuck. Oh, I would have bounced. Yeah, there, there, there was. Fat a- kid or not. I'd have been like, you know what? I have hope. That one day, Peace. but I'm not cutting my hair into whatever the fuck you people are doing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking like the Beatles. Not even the Beatles. It was just. I don't even know what was happening. It was just bad. Uh, there was. Uh, I was thinking like if they they could do the dark side of the tens or dark the dark tw- side of the tens or the twenties tw- of the of the, tw- or the twenties. Yeah. Of of now. I don't know if I want to watch the dark side of the now because I already know. Actually, they should have a great <laughs> episode, great series. Our dark side of the now. But I was just thinking they could do NFTs. <laughs> They could do an NFT episode. Just crying about their fucking apes. You know, they might do it like, so you didn't watch this, but I watched that documentary Glitch in the Matrix. And when they talk to people who believe that we live in the Matrix, these people sit down for these interviews and they sit down over Zoom, but they're like animated avatars. So there's a guy who like looks like a lion. And then there's a guy who looks like a kind of like one of those Egyptian gods. Uh Uh-huh. With like, it was like Stargate, yeah, nice, yeah, and then so it's all these people like waxing poetic about like how we live in a simulation, but it's like a fucking red lion made with you know fucking CGI. It's the weirdest thing. So I'm assuming if they did a dark side of the now and did an NFT, it would just be dudes like that just looking like apes, <laughs> like looking like all those little NFTs. That's true. Instead of themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a lot of main character syndrome in that glitch of the Matrix thing. <laughs> yeah. Just... What, what, what's that on? Is that on HBO? It was on Hulu. Oh, Hulu. It's on Hulu. And there's like every single one of the dudes that they sit down to talk about like how they believe that we're in a simulation. Every single one of them's like, well, Elon Musk said it was a good idea. And you're like, okay. Have you seen that guy's hair? <laughs> Speaking of bad haircuts. <laughs> you're like, I mean, all right, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no. It, it's it, it it was started off really interesting, but by the end, I just got really annoyed. So anyway, dark side of the now. Dark side of the now. All right. Well, it's the news. Let's take a break. I'm gonna go yell at my cat. What is she doing? I don't know. Okay. Uh, we'll come back with our book for this week. Have you checked out QuadMProductions.com lately? 
Plotandproductions.com is your direct access hookup to order Enigma the comic book series and download the Plot M podcast. Check the appearances page for upcoming events and contact us with questions or comments. Don't be the only lonely soul who's missing out on all the fun. Visit us today at Quadmproductions.com. That's Quadmproductions.com. All right, we're back here. Worst collection ever. Their book for this week. It is The Flash, mm. number two sixty six from October nineteen seventy eight. I feel like I can't remember the last time we did The Flash. I know uh, we didn't do this one, but it was. It's been a while. I know we did The Flash. Well, it was me and Brian. Oh shit! Okay. This was like how, how long? How long ago that was? So 2019, 2018? Oh, whatever it was. Whenever they were here, my brother Brian and my mom. Yeah. And uh, you didn't do the show, but it was me and my brother. Did I take your mom somewhere? No, I, either that or you just were really tired. I, I feel like that it, also could have been. It could, or you could have. It was like, yeah, I'm trying it to remember. It was either I took your mom somewhere or or I went to bed. I don't well, it was know. A lot, there was a lot going on because we had guests, you know? Yes. Yeah, we did one where like he went to like a villain convention or some shit. Mm-hmm. So, but this one is him. On uh, the flash with the heat master, with the heat heat wave, heat wave, heat wave, heat, heat master, heat master, heat master, hot man, hot, hot man. So yeah, heat, Mister ma- Heat. Is that, is that anything? <laughs> I don't know, but it's good. It could, that could be work. That could work. That could work, that could work for somebody. Right? I'm saying, Mister Heat, that could work. Mister Heat. Um. So the Flash is in the midst of a fight with Heat Wave. He was shooting some fire at uh, his boots. Yeah. And the, the Flash, and Flash is, is literally jumping out of them. Jumping out of his boots. It's kind of great. And uh, Heat Wave is like. We also learn in this that Flash wears footy pajamas. He does, yes. Yeah. Uh, he goes, uh, Heat Wave says, I got you stuck tight on the floor, Flash, making it a cinch for me to burn you down. And Flash is like, rock again, Heat Wave, as he leaps out. Mm-hmm. And then also on the bottom, we, because we have like, this is. There's like two stories in here. We have a kid cash, kid, kid, kid cash, cash. Kid, kid flash. That's those, those guys who invented Baywatch. Kid cash. <laughs> kid, kid cash is a wrestler. That's probably why I said it, but kid, <laughs> just imagining a screenwriting duo named kid cash. <laughs> we got to be with kid cash on the books here uh, t- this afternoon at, uh, at Warner brothers. Yep. And it's just two dudes who's, you know, uncles have been in show business since 1978. <laughs> we got uh, Kid Cash and Sir Rich a lot. <laughs> Sir Rich Money. Sir Rich Money. <laughs> I like Kid Cash. It's funny. <laughs> Kid Flash, uh, extra who stole Kid Flash's super speed? And uh, Kid Flash is reaching out to some streaking some i will admit streaking. i didn't really read that kid flash thing uh i miss there was some making out in it oh yeah that's right yeah they, that they, was that i went oh he he made out so i'm assuming that his boner stole his super speed <laughs> i guess we'll find out when we get there sure uh, or maybe it didn't maybe he just finished so real quick <laughs> she so, didn't know what happened heat wave plays a cool as a story mm. and heat wave is thinking about it's like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the flash I'm finally gonna do what I, do my thing do my thing like I'm the flash you know and he's one of my enemies and I'm finally gonna be able to defeat him and we start off with this uh these um 
dudes in a yurt. Mm. <laughs> this is so strange. So we start out with these dudes in a yurt or they're in the dark, right? And they like, they're talking and they're basically doing a Trojan horse into this museum. Right. Cause they're, 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 but they're in a pyramid. Yeah, and they're, they're bullshitting. Like, some of these guys are like, I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, well, they're, like, wearing masks yeah. and shit. And so I'm like, okay, this is what these dudes look like. So the, the pyramid goes into the museum. Barry Allen happens to be there with Iris. Barry, by the way, dressed like Fred from the uh, fucking Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> he's got a... He's, he looks like Fred. He does. He's very blonde. He's wearing a turtleneck. He's got I a matching... I Barry was that blonde. He's very blonde. He's got a matching leisure suit. He really does look like Fred. Uh, and um, he's talking to Iris, and he's like, man, I love all of this, except this pyramid thing leaves me cold. And Iris is like, oh, it's a replica. And so then they like, the guys who are inside of it burn a hole in it. And when they come out, they are dressed like my dad in 1986. They're not wearing like any sort of criminal crime outfit. These dudes are just wearing like fucking chinos and a members only jacket. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're dressed like uh, they just look like regular dudes. Like, and I was like, where's your masks? They're just like they're in River City Ransom. But they were like drawn with like masks, so I'm thinking they're gonna come out in like matching getups. Like, no, they literally just look like my dad. Well, because it looks like in this when they're in this yurt, I'm, I, it's it's a pyramid, but I'm just gonna I, call yeah, it a yurt. Yurt. They're wearing like these outfits or yeah, something. Yeah, that's like, why I was like, like, like some sort of like heat because heat waves like their leader. Yeah, and I was like maybe heat wave brought like some like. Heat Junior costumes. Well, they always would dress, you know, complimentary back then. This is, you know, 1978. Everybody has a gimmick. But these guys, no, wearing regular clothes. Yeah, so they bust out of this uh, this yurt and uh, heat waves right behind them. And apparently he vaporizes this whole pyramid that that according to the this page here, it is... Be it's it's gigantic. Yeah, it's like huge. it's being like on this truck, like it's just being shipped in, and uh, you know, so he apparently just vaporizes the whole thing with his heat, and the security guards come at them. Before we find out what happens, security guards, uh, Barry, you know, Barry bolts. No, I can't remember if Iris. She I, knows. Does she know? Yes, because she just went. Oh, he must be. The flash must be coming soon. And then, like, when she's thinking that, you see the flash suit. Yeah, he's in come a out quarter, of a ring because it shoots out of his. Yeah, because he has yeah. his, his, his suit shoots out of his ring, and he you know, goes real fast and puts it on. Right. So, but, but I just but she it, does know. But somebody, but somebody else could probably see him. You know, like because it's a you know it's a museum. It's a busy exhibit. People could be walking around, and be like, hey, he's really fast. That guy's getting naked real fast. He, He's so fast you don't see him. Yeah. And uh, so heat wave uh, starts. Like infrared making these guys' guns go off? He makes the guns, the revolvers explode, but he also makes the bullets in their pockets just loose bullets. Did, I was going to say, did you just have, did these dudes just walk around loose Carry bullets? Around loose bullets like like uh, like their quarters for the for the arcade. <laughs> 
<laughs> like they're jelly beans He's just for later. Like, they're trying to get a soda out of the fucking soda machine and all it's they like, got are bullets. <laughs> oh man, I can't get I can't get a Dr. Pib. Do you think or Mr. Pib? <laughs> do you think that because they're like, oh, since this is the security break room, they do take bullets in that machine? Yeah, so you can put quarters in it or a bullet. They got a little jar, you know? Yeah, well, there's like, a little a little slot for a bullet. You just boop. And then, then you get like a Snickers. What if they have those machines that press bullets into little like art? <laughs> yeah, where it's like. You, but then it explodes every time any, you use it. Anytime you go to a fucking tourist trap, it's like put a penny in here and it presses yeah. it into, I don't know, like the fucking Buffalo Bill's grave or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Yeah, those, those gimmicks. Yeah. But they got bullets. And if they just constantly exploding. So these bullets are exploding in their pants, <laughs> which. These uh, security guards are just kind of no-selling it. It's like, ah, it's like firecrackers. Wouldn't you blow something off? Like blow chunks in your thighs Blowing chunks in your thigh. Maybe maybe also ruining your... your your genitals. Blowing a dick off, man. You're you're losing that dick. (laughs) I mean, come on. You have an exploding thing in your pants. So not only does he blow their dicks off, but he also like uh, turns up the heat in there. Yeah, and everybody, everybody like, oh, starts officiating except for except for Iris. She, she right. seems fine. She doesn't care. And uh, the security guard or the the thugs are taking all the stuff. Flash shows up and he does his one of his tricks where he runs really fast and in the back the backwash of his running, uh, like cools things down. No, it doesn't cool things down. Cools oh no, it down. it protects it, him from the heat. It, it, right, but I also what it does here is that it, it wraps them up like the, the oh yeah it does that thing. He's I've seen him do this a few times where like the the backdraft will like grab the somebody in it and yeah, that's how he's able to like you know carry people with him or something like that. Uh-huh. But in this case, he just kind of like throws them into a wall. So not only uh, you know they, so now they have like you know concussions and shit. I, I just enjoy these are the kind of criminals that are like play by playing their 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 loss. Uh huh. It's like we're headed towards the wall. It's like <laughs> okay. Can't you can't you maybe like try to stop nope. that or something? Nope. No, I guess not. He goes off to fight Heatwave and uh, goes down a level and yeah, because there's like a um a hole in the floor, like a melted hole or something that he sees. And he's like, Oh, heat wave must have gone this way. So he like vibrates his way through the floor. Yes. So he's not, and as soon as he lands there, it's so hot that he, the soles of his shoes melt, but there's so much like rubber sole. Like he's standing in like of two foot. That's a radius. big pool. That's a big pool and I was just of like, rubber. Yeah. And I'm like, is he wearing club kid shoes? Like, is he wearing your dough with those? He's wearing platform shoes. It's the seventies. Yeah, I guess like those big, like huge fucking quad hoppers. Yeah, well, you know what I'm talking about though. Like, oh, I know, the, yeah, yeah, with like the the like you know twelve inches of foam. Like, is that what the Flash is wearing? He has to be because look at it. Look at the it's amount a lot. of rubber that he's, that's being uh, distributed here. And, and he heat guy is like oh. Heat guy. Uh, he's like, oh, he's stuck to the floor. Well, he he got, yeah, he, he waves about to shoot, shoot him and somehow Flash, well, because we know why, because he's talking. Yeah. And then Flash hears him and he just jumps out of his shoes, which you get the thing on the cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he jumps back into his shoes. He jumps back into his shoes and like stomps really fast. Yeah. Which somehow saves his shoes. It's because he had so much 
fucking he has, soul. He has so much rubber on those souls. It, it's I mean, granted, you might have to because he's running so fast. That, all I was the thinking time. that too, but I mean, like, this is like excessive. It's, it is. And uh, Heat Wave accidentally shoots a, um, an air conditioner. Air conditioning unit. And uh, immediately. It like turns into the North Pole in there, right? And then Flash, like Flash, gets knocked out by this, and he falls to the ground. But luckily, the floor is no longer hot because the air conditioner exploded. Air conditioner exploded like, it, it, like instantly, and, and I'm like, he'd er- still melt, wouldn't he? Yeah, everybody's all chilly, and uh, Heat Wave is like, "Oh man, the Flash is down. I'm gonna shoot him in the fucking head." Yeah, and but then he's like, "Oh, it's so cold, I cannot." He's like, "I can't do it. I don't know why." You know, he, he doesn't understand why. Right. Well, he's he's also freezing. He's like, "Yeah," because he's, he's like covered too. in icicles or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, I could have, I could have been, uh, you know, I could have killed him, but I didn't." And he left. And then heat wave. Well, just just a quick thing here with Iris, and she's wondering why he well, she's like, is hanging, yeah, she's hanging like out with these listening, Yeah, she's listening to these dudes talk, and she's like, "Oh, the Flash has to solve a mystery." Yeah, these guys are these guys are upset. So, but then we jump to a brownstone mm. somewhere in Central City. Heatwave in mm-hmm. his uh, shoot identity, Mick Rory. Yep, civilian identity. Civilian identity. Uh, he is in therapy. In therapy, he looks like uh, uh, Lux Luther. Yeah, he does. Because I mean, he's just a bald dude. But yeah. I mean, and I know that's kind of indicative of all bald dudes. They always like, oh, you look like Lux Luther. Yeah, but yeah. He, he actually kind of does look like Lux Luther. He does. So he's in therapy, and he, uh, par- he's in therapy. He's also doing the um, well because there's a doctor. There's a doctor, but he's doing the laying on the couch thing. Yeah, and have you ever a- been to therapy where they make you lay on the couch? No, but I mean, I've been to therapy where I could just be like, I'm going to lay down on this couch. Did you ever lay down on a couch? I've spread out before. Have you actually laid down on a couch during therapy? Maybe. I've never done that. Apparently, so that's why I got people out this doctor is that his name is Dr. Sinet, mm-hmm. and he apparently is the underworld's shrink. He's kind of like Dr. Leslie Tompkins, yeah, but evil and also a psychiatrist. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, which is, which is, you know what? I applaud hey. the DC villains for, ha- for embracing mental health. Hey, you got to do it. You know, uh, there's no shame in going to talk to a therapist. Yeah. And so this doctor is like, look, you know, you have some sort of problem. You're not, you're only, you're only uh, operating at 50% capacity. So what I'm going to do is since I'm a, since I'm a, 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 a psychiatrist, I have machines mm. that I invented, which should be the most terrifying, al- alarming thing. You, if somebody says to you is, Hey, I have a machine that I invented and I want to use it on you. Yeah. That's when you should leave. Yes. <laughs> that's when you is. should be like, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You can do this on me. Well, it's called like the shockometer or something. The strobocon. Strobocon. <laughs> the strobocon. <laughs> yeah. It Which sounds like-, like a, it sounds like a Decepticon. Oh, it does. That transforms into a disco ball. Yes. A Decepticon who is also a DJ. <laughs> Which, you know what? Yeah, I'm not surprised that hasn't been the thing in Michael Bay movies. I was going to say, if we ever get another one, I bet we're going to get it. <laughs> I hope we do. And I hope yeah. it's called Strobocon. I hope so, too. And I hope DC sues Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> hope that happens, too. That sounds fun. So he goes, it's basically, it's just like a, a ray or some sort of device that allows him to open up thoughts. Yeah. And so this is when we find out that like when heat man or whatever, heat, when heat wave was a boy, I just like calling him a heat man. When Mr. Hots was uh, <laughs> a child, 
he went on a field trip to like a, a butcher slaughterhouse thing. Yep. And he was like, I'm going to sneak off. And he snuck off and he got locked in the freezer where there were like a bunch of, you know, slabs of beef. But then he couldn't get out. Yeah. And so when he did get out, he said that he was only comfortable, um, like even in the summer, like wearing like all sorts of clothes and um, being obsessed with heat. Yeah, I do enjoy. I'm assuming this is a shot of him at home. Yes, and I'm assuming those are those his parents in the background. His parents, his, his dad, uh, Jackie Coogan. Yes, wearing a wearing wearing a smock. Well, he, describe, a polka dot smock. Yes. Well, he's wearing like a turtleneck. He's basically he dressed like Doctor Strange. Yes. Uh, in the new Spider-Man movie, when it's all cold, he's got like a parka and a cape and a fucking like hoodie, and the collars all popped, and yeah. He's basically dressed like that. Yeah. So yeah. So his parents are like, oh, our son's weird. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we, I guess we find out that he was also his first job was, uh, he left home to join the the carnival as a fire eater. That's right. He was a fire eater at the carnival. It's like I love fire. And then he was like, but because like the cold has such like a traumatic memory for him, he couldn't like kill the flash. Yeah, he couldn't kill the Flash in that particular moment. Because it was cold? Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> so as he's going through this, like, horribly traumatic experiences yeah. and memories, the therapist is just, like, shoving ice. Like, first he just literally throws an entire bucket of ice on him. Yes. And then he's, like, holding <laughs> an ice cube to his face. And he, he, he guy's going, no, in this <laughs> therapist is just yes he's like you must he's like we need to defeat your cold phobia or as he calls it cryophobia right he's like literally showing an ice cube at this guy's face as he's crying it's very very funny okay look if you have some people do have some certain have cryophobia i'm certain that's a real thing sure but the therapist Mm -hmm. who is torturing this man terrible therapist mentions he says look that's why you couldn't destroy the Flash. That's why you and Captain Cold, like Captain Cold, jobs you out, right? Because he's literally the cold guy, mm-hmm. and apparently he uh, failed at his last job, uh, his last uh, whatever his uh, whatever his. I'm trying to think what the name is for like a better name. For heist. Heist. <laughs> he, he failed at his last heist at a jewelry store because he was stealing diamonds. But they were called ice. Oh so, yes. So it's kind of like a thing, like a Eclipso, where if you stand, somebody's standing in front of a, like a sun or like a light, right. and it's like an eclipse, then he'll turn into Eclipso, and you right. can't help it. But also, as soon as that person moves out of that light, would he turn back? I don't know. You know, I don't. How know. does Eclipso work? Well, that's supposed to work. If there's an eclipse in the sun, he goes, ah, I'm a fucking yeah, Eclipso. The sun makes sense though, but like if I'm standing in front of a lamp in my living room, he's like, I'm Eclipso, and then I move. Is he going to be like? I'm not Eclipso anymore. I think so. What, about think a, that, what happens if somebody's standing in front of a strobe light? Actually, I'm trying. Mm, I wonder if it's just sunlight. It, it makes sense if it was just sunlight. Because if it's just like a regular light, like you could totally fuck with him very easily. Yeah. And like literally he would have no time to do anything else. Look, I just remember there being uh, an issue probably of like House of Mystery or whatever where that happened. Oh, I'm and, sure. And I just, because I, I remember I have like the the showcase or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I remember that happening. So I don't, yeah. I, 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 I'll never forget that because it's just like, it's such a fucking weird thing. Because well, this doesn't make any sense. But in this case, uh, Heat Wave, somebody was like, man, we got to grab some ice. And he's like, no, not ice. I can't grab diamonds. I'll no. never be rich. But yeah, this, this therapist is just like, just, there's a lot of shots of him just holding this ice cube and just Medicing menacingly. With, yes, menacing with ice. So, which is so, like I said, it's very funny. With, with, the, um, with the doctor, the doctor is like, "Look, I'll, I'll help you figure this out." And and uh, he waves like, "All right, I'll do it." And then and then he yells at him. Mm. The doctor is like, "He's like, all I ask is you stop trembling." It's like, dude, you just literally threw a bucket of ice at a man who has cryophobia. Right? Exactly. I'm like, you're a terrible therapist, but yeah. you know. So. Uh, uh, Barry, Barry. So apparently it's okay. So Barry, who's a CSI, yeah, at uh, Central City, yeah, he's at work, and somebody, uh, one of the cops, is like, "Hey, uh, somebody keeps calling for the Flash. It's the butler of Alden Norton's estate, who uh, apparently was a famous Arctic explorer." Uh that uh, died, he keeps asking for the Flash. This butler keeps asking for the Flash. And so, you know, nobody knows Barry's Flash. So Barry's like, oh, shit, I should go check this out. He runs up to where this guy lives, and he lives basically in... um, You've seen the X-Files fight the future. So in this movie, Mulder and Scully stumble upon a cornfield with these bubbles, like those big white bubbles. uh, And that's what this guy lives in. That's where the, the genetically altered bees are. Okay. Uh, in the X Files, but he, so that's he, what this so, guy looks so like. it's, yeah. So essentially, this guy, but according to Barry, he lives in a marble uh, igloo. Yeah, in the middle of a fucking cornfield. Yeah, and and, and so also we find out that this guy, uh, this Arctic guy, uh, had a disease, and supposedly he died from uh, a disease. But Barry believes, like probably a lot of other people believe, apparently that. This guy did a Walt Disney. Oh, froze his head. Well, just froze his body. He oh. froze, I, I'm just it, it did a full did a full Disney. Full Disney, yeah. And uh, froze his body. Yeah. And hopes so. that actually, you know what he did? He did a Mr. Burns. Oh, did Mr. Burns freeze himself a little bit? Well, in, 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 when Lisa was getting married, and oh. so Mr. Burns, yeah, he was he was stabbed like 37 times. Oh, that's right. And so he was frozen. Until they could figure out how to solve. That's right. How to solve, solve thirty-seven stab wounds to the back. And they like they figured <laughs> out like a few of them. <laughs> so yeah. So um, yeah. So that's basically mm-hmm. what's going on. So Barry Barry goes there and uh, and he meets the 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 butler and there's like a you know like a maid or whatever. But he's like, oh, they've got like a weird dazed expression on their face. I'm really confused. And then. He, um, he hears uh, hears uh, Heatwave's voice. Right. By the way, real quick, just want to point out a uh, Milk Duds Joker contest of I, some sort. I see this, yes. Taking up two pages. It does. It takes up two whole pages. It's, it's a real, there's a lot going on there. I, I didn't bother to read anything I, about yeah, it. Yeah, but, but it's got like the Joker, a lot of text, and then this is like Milk Duds. Yep. And I was just like, okay, you know what? That's enough for me. <laughs> so uh, he hears Heatwave. And Heatwave starts shooting at him. Uh, uh, Flash just runs through like a stuffed polar bear that apparently was uh, some sort of uh, prize possession of this guy's. He just because he's like, oh, maybe this flame will stop. I'll, be, I'll, I'll have this polar bear stop this flame. So 
He does that, and uh, Heat Wave's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And Flash gets the better of him and vibrates him through a wall. This this is my favorite part of this whole thing. He's like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of you, Heat Wave. I'm going to kick you in the face like 18 times, and then I'm going to pick you up and shake you so hard <laughs> that I'm going to put you through this fucking wall so you look like one of these animals that's mounted up here. So here's the thing. He's vibrating him so hard. Is he vi- also vibrating his molecules and phasing him through this wall, or is he just throwing him through this wall? Because, I mean, it looks like he's throwing him through this wall. Yeah. But if he's phasing him through the wall, that means at some point his molecules will stop vibrating and yeah. the wall will materialize within the body. Is, is he, I, body. I assume so. I also don't know if somebody who doesn't have the speed force can survive that sort of vibration. I don't I think mean, so, isn't yeah. that instant CTE? Like your brain is just <laughs> bouncing around your skull. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of damage could be done. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that he should be dead. Um, well, but well, he like puts well, this guy through a wall. Puts this guy through a wall and he's like, all right, I'm going to rip off your mask so you don't do anything with your mask. And right. oh no, it's the butler. Yeah. And... The guy he just put through a wall was the butler. So if so, he, so that guy's he's if, not he, even a if he villain. had instant CTE, he's totally dead. He this guy this this poor guy is uh, totally ruined, dead, ruined. Yeah. And, and then the butler, well, the butler shoots shoots uh, the flash, shoots the flash with the heat gun, right? And turns out the butler was just heat wave in a where, butler mask. Where, where okay, <laughs> so this butler, as we, the, 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 the guy who got stuck through the wall. Uh-huh. Is an actual person yes. in this story. Yes, he is. A person, a regular person yep. that has a job. Uh-huh. As a butler. As a butler of this estate. Flash, uh, for all intents and purposes, purposes uh, has uh, ruined this man. Yes. And stuck through a wall. Yes. But in order for Heat Wave's plan to work, uh, what yes. had to happen was Heat Wave had to appear, go, go to this place uh-huh. and be like, here, I've mesmerized you with heat. I've mesmerized you with heat. So now you guys are whatever. Now I'm going to make a mask of your face. I'm going to make an exact, somehow make an exact latex mask of your face. And one of my face. No, he's not, he doesn't make one of his face. No, he ha- doesn't. He just takes off. The, he just takes off. Um, no, but isn't the guy he's fighting. Oh, is it in the heat wave costume? He's in the heat wave costume, but I don't think he's wearing like oh, a okay, rubber mask of heat wave. All right, so he puts face. him in the heat wave costume and makes a perfect replica of this man's face. It so, is so good. This it, is some Mission Impossible shit. It is. It does not look. Like, it's literally Mission Impossible. They do that in the movie where they make where they where they make the because fa- because he, he also mentions there's also like a vocal like yes. Dis- he's things. like so I could steal people's vocal cords. So that's literally a thing they do in Mission Impossible. It like. <laughs> I think it was one of the. There's one where Tom Cruise like rips off his face. Oh god! I think it's well. He rips off his face a lot, but there's one where they actually they have to create these three D three D masks. Yeah, I think it's one. Is one definitely where um, Simon Pegg's in it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of the Ghost Protocol or whatever it is. He makes this mask of like people. Indeed, they throw it on and they have like the vocal things. Yeah, this is literally that. Yeah, where the fuck did Heat Wave? Get this technology to do that, right? Because you'd think that if he had, I don't, unless if he, he is a guy this. that does it, but if he could do this, he should not be 
committing crimes. He should be licensing this. Uh, exactly. Incredible invention. Incredible technology to, to the fucking government. To the government. To to uh, Hollywood. Oh my God. Can yeah. You imagine that they wouldn't. You wouldn't have to do CGI faces anymore. You wouldn't have to hire actors anymore. You could just <laughs> you, make randos wear these fucking masks. Yeah. Just put them. Put them on the fucking. Put them on the crew members. Be like, yeah. All right, here, look, there's a uh, Cary Grant or or 1970s. There's there's Warren Beatty. There he is. <laughs> That's how you do. This is this you breaking this all down is a very me breaking down the plot lines of Law and Order. Being like, wait a second, for all of this to happen, it's fascinating though. Yes, that, that's the thing. Yeah. So he's like, all right, well, I got, I got the, you know, I got the flash out. And, uh, uh, well, I, you go. I, I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. so basically, we get the exact gag that shows up in um, the animated Justice League. Where they're like, I have the Flash. It's time for me to pull off his mask, find out who he is, pull off his mask. I don't know who this is. Yeah, it's uh, Luther because Luther somehow yes. Luther and the Flash switch, switch bodies. bodies. And Lu- I like it because Luther's in like I think he's like he's in the bathroom, he's in the bathroom, or whatever. And <laughs> and he pulls off the mask. Goes, I have no idea who this I is. I don't know who this is. <laughs> and that's literally Which is what this because guy this guy does. Looks like Luther, so he's like, yeah, I kind of recognize him, but I don't. I don't know who this is. Anyway, I'm going to put him in a capsule. Anyways, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I, we, okay. He puts him in, so he basically he puts the, <laughs> he puts the flash in a cryogenic capsule. Uh-huh. And he's like in 21, in the year two, two, 2100 or 2100. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll find him. Right. Because, I'm I, f- because, because he says, I am Heatwave, the 100% functioning criminal. Okay. But there's a throwaway line in here. Okay. Even though I disposed of Norton's frozen body. So the guy. The guy, was, the was, Arctic was, Explorer. The Arctic Explorer who was frozen. Yeah. For health. Yeah. Uh, to, to see if he could be cured in 2100 or whatever. This is Boba Fett's back to tank and he threw him out. Be, be, be heat wave grabbed this man's <laughs> icicle body and. <laughs> Did something with it? Oh, God. <laughs> what, what he did with it? I don't know. Maybe he put it in the deep freeze. Maybe there's a deep freeze in the basement, and he was just like, I'm going to put him down here. I, you know, here's, okay, here's what I want to, because, so the story ends mm-hmm. here. The next issue has something to do with heat waves, so heat waves involved. What I hope happens is. Somebody puts him in a deep freeze? No. Oh. What I hope happens is the Arctic Explorer thaws out. Oh, wherever, this is a zombie? Or he wasn't really dead? He was not really dead. I think he's. I think once you Flash get frozen, you're dead. No, because you do cryogenics. That's how they did like the fucking demolition man and shit. Yeah, but they can't bring anybody back from that yet. But they did in movies. So they could probably do it here. That's probably, that's probably they, what this guy was doing right. here. They can do it in fiction, but I don't believe Is this can, fiction? Yeah, they could do it in fiction, but I don't think you could actually do it in real life. I, okay, right, but okay. this is fiction. Okay. So I, what I believe is going to happen is that this Arctic Explorer is going to show up and be like, I thought out, bitch. Also, somebody blew up my fucking polar bear. <laughs> also, 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 my my butler's dead. My butler's dead. He's through my wall. This because the flash like had to vibrate through a polar bear to like miss one of the yeah. heat wave blasts, and it blew up the polar bear. It's a fake one. It's a stuffed one. So this guy's gonna be very angry. He's gonna come back. His whole place is ruined. He's got a butler in the wall. He's got a 
polar bear explosion, and he's been hanging out in a deep freeze. Very upset. This is there's a lot of details in here, and uh, I didn't I, I I I don't know if I'm gonna get around to reading. I'd be really pissed this, if somebody but... put my body in a deep freeze. Yeah, actually, no, I wouldn't. I'd be dead. I don't care. I want somebody to put my dead body in a deep fryer. <laughs> Wait, like lowering you in, like when they fry a turkey? Yes. <laughs> I want you to crisp me up. Anybody want some deep fried human? Yeah. <laughs> Serve me up. I, I know. I was actually going to get really upset about like the idea of my body in a freezer. And then I was like, I'm going to be dead. I don't care. Well, I'm being cremated. I'm so. being cremated too, but you could also throw me on the side of the road. I want you to cremate me and put me in a freezer. <laughs> Would just put your fucking urn I, in the freezer. I want you to pour some water in my in my in my in my urn. Cremains. Cremains. Yes. And I want you to free. I want my ashes to be frozen in a block of make, ice. Do you want me to make Sean cubes, or you just want like one? And then I want you to. I want you one to, big cube. I want the cubes to be served. I'm not serving you. <laughs> Gross. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you gonna do with ice cubes? That's a great question. I want you to put those ice cubes in a. And a cold compress, mm-hmm. one of those old-timey cold compresses. Oh, okay, yeah. And you can use that. Like you know, if somebody keep, sprains their ankle. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. keep that in the freezer. And so when you, when you, when you need me to, when you, when, you, when, I, when you hurt, you just put that on your head, and I'm healing. Oh. My, my properties will heal you. I, I don't know. I see. I see how this works. I don't know if I want to go that far. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It is. I just kind of, I don't really want to, I just want somebody to throw me in the trash. I, I won't let that happen. But wouldn't I be fun in the trash? No, because trash is gross. Trash is gross. But, like, what if you just, like, threw me down a ravine? <laughs> like, somewhere out in nature and just <laughs> hucked me down a ravine and I bounced off a bunch of trees on my way down. Well, you could be, you know what? That would happen is if somebody, if you did that, if that happened to you, then somebody, I mean, I, I again, I wouldn't allow it to happen. But if it did happen, uh huh, you could be, like, a part of, like, a CSI, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a forensic files. Oh yeah, because you know some kids are gonna find find a piece of your body. You have to like before you like throw me down. Like I don't know, put like a thing in my mouth or something. <laughs> then, like when they find me, they'll be like, "What is this? It's a piece of paper. It says not murdered." <laughs> so they'll have to pull it out and be like, "Oh, she wasn't murdered." Well, we need to find out who this person, who this head belongs to. <laughs> <laughs> or, this, or who this uh, loose esophagus belongs to. Loose esophagus? Uh, man, this is so very difficult. I would just like to have a note pinned to me that says, not murdered, and you can huck me down a ravine. I'm just imagining the consequences. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking that I would be so much better as, like, animal food. No, give them back to the earth, I guess. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. All right. That's all. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Kid Flash. I didn't read this. So basically what happens is Kid Flash is running in a rainstorm and... There's a date. What? A date. I didn't read this. Well, I'll get to it. Oh, okay. I'll just just go through real quick. So Kid Flash is running through a... I don't know what he... Why he's running through... Is this Wally? No. Yeah, Wally. This is Wally. This is Wally. So Wally, yeah, Wally. Okay, Wally. I'll just call him Wally. Is uh, running through some field and he sees some jabroni out in a rainstorm underneath a tree and he's like, oh, shit, that person's going to get, like... Zapped. Zapped. And so I better, like, you know, because he literally is watching this lightning hurtle towards a tree. Uh-huh. And so Flash, or, you know, Wally saves him. hmm And, uh, you know, Wally's like, man, you would have, like, been killed, you know? I do like this kid just so we know what his name is. 
He's like, that would have been the end of Howie Kramer. Is Howie Kramer somebody we should know? No. Oh, all right. I mean, cool. maybe not. I don't know. You know what? I mean, I'm certain. I'm certain if I looked it up in the DC wiki, it's like only appearance. So immediately after that happens, the rain stops. The rain stops mm-hmm. and, and, and the kid runs off. Right. And, and whatever. And then uh, Wally, who's trying to go to college. Yeah. Is uh, at the bank with his parents. I'm assuming he's cashing out some money because he he did count. It was a camp counselor. Uh-huh. And he made monies. Uh-huh. And he's, I'm going to use that for college. And uh, he apparently has a scholarship. And his father's like, no. yeah. His father's like, good colleges are expensive, son. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. You can go into crippling debt and, you know, we'll, we'll help you. We'll, we'll help you with that. Yes. So he's, um, he's walking away with his parents and just behind him, you see like this blur running to the bank, which makes a sound of woo. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Not whoosh. Woo. 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 And, uh, so also mid Wally's parents know that he's the flash or he's kid flash. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because he's because they're like because he's like it's yeah. amazing. Wally actually has parents. Yeah, they're not all fucking dead. No, oh, I'm surprised. No, no, these are the only parents that survive. I was gonna say everyone's parents are dead. That's how it works in comics and Disney movies. Everybody's parents are dead. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go like to college, and like then after that, I'm gonna like stop being Kid Flash because I don't want to be a superhero after that. And his parents are like, cool. Um. But then you see the blur behind them running out of the bank mm. and people are like, holy shit, that bank got robbed. And Wally runs off to, uh, you know, shoot his costume out of his ring, goes to start running <laughs> and he can't. Oh, no. Because he has no super speed. He's like, man, like that guy's really accelerating as if I'm not even running at all. It's like, oh, wait, I'm like just barely i'm just running like a jabroni i do enjoy this panel here where he's like oh my god my super speed is gone there's a dude here that is like because while must be in the road and i don't know if they're in england because the guy is driving on You're the right. opposite side of the car like, you know have you ever seen like sometimes people bring those cars over from england and so i've maybe never it's, seen it but maybe, maybe. i know it's I, i've seen it a couple times so maybe it's one of those i, I mean i guess it's a very deliberate uh, you know, choice to make in this only maybe only because they wanted this driver to be like shaking his fist at him, like right up against Wally. So he has to be on the opposite side of the car, right? To completely forgetting about the norms of American auto society. But that, that, I, I saw that and it bothered me. Not that people drive on the wrong side, different side of the road in but England, that, and yeah. they have to go. But just, but just it was like clearly this isn't an Eng- I don't think right. Wally's Eng- uh, from right. United Kingdom, right? So this is where he goes on his date. Mm. He goes, well, he goes, well, he actually just goes to like a diner and he's just having a phosphate or whatever. And this is when some chick shows up, uh, Liz Broadner. Mm-hmm. And she like surprises, she throws like a napkin on his head and he's all like, oh, Liz, you're back, you know, whatever. And so he's talking to her and kind of like talks about like losing something and, you know, he wants to find it and, you know, so this girl just goes, well, maybe you should start looking at the least likely pay- place. Yeah. And then this is where he, like, grabs her and kisses her. 
because he's so happy because he's oh I know what to do I know what to do so he that's right so he kisses her and uh, poor but it's poor, not like a sexy kiss no it's just not like, like he, a... he just kisses her on the lips you know and then he's like all right I'm gonna go Bye. And, and this girl's like oh me and my razor sharp mind because she want that D she wants that Wally D she wants Wally D oh all right she wants to, what would you say she's like she's like oh man I could have could have you know could have had a phosphate maybe had some nooner. Ooh, you know? some nooner. <laughs> nooner. Oh shit, this this girl's livid. I'm just, I mean, I'm she's grand, really livid. I don't know anything about this character, but I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, I'm you're projecting. Right. She's she's uh, you're right. She you know. she's a, you're 100 correct. Uh, she wants to get that nooner, and um, it's truly livid. Yeah, truly livid when you hit that nooners. <laughs> so, uh, Flash runs to where the tree got hit with the lightning. Oh, okay. And he's like, all right, well, I'm assuming what happened was I will start here. Well, here's the thing. Hmm. He says, the last time I used my super speed was when I got, when uh, the lightning hit this tree or whatever, and I saved that kid. Mm -hmm. But I had actually got to go back because the last time, if if this is the last time, if the, if, him going to his parents at the bank and realizing, and then the bank gets robbed, and he realizes he doesn't have super speed. Was the first time he didn't use the super speed since then. Did he like just walk home? I mean, after that, like after did he, saving didn't that he kid? super speed to the tree? Or did he super he speed just... to the tree. The tree got hit with lightning. No, no, no. I mean, when he went back, didn't he super? No, he walked. He, so... he, he walked. He, he dressed up as Kid Flash and he walked through town and he went to this tree. He's at Wushin. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. So at the beginning of the pandemic, many years ago at this <laughs> point, I went for a walk because we have like a little park by us. Right. And I went for a walk because that's what everybody was doing at the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm down by the park and I'm on the trail. And all of a sudden coming out of like around this curve and there's some like, you know, trees or whatever is a person dressed in a squirtle costume. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I, I was trying to think where this was going, but yes. I a six-foot-tall person dressed head-to-toe in a plush squirtle costume as we are walking. And I wanted to... I wasn't there. You were not. I, I was a, by myself. And I saw this person come out of the woods dressed... Out of the woods! I mean, it's not really woods down there, but they're on a path. Um, but they came from... I'll like, just picture them like... You just look in the clearing and you don't see anything, and all of a sudden you just see Squirtle coming it's just out. Just like literally, like walking down the fucking pathway over the bridge towards me, and I was like, "That person's dressed like Squirtle." And like, part of me was like, "Do I continue?" Because we're on the same path, walking towards each other. Uh-huh. I was like, "Do I continue?" Because it's a Squirtle. Uh, is this person going to murder me? Mm. Or is this like their mask to protect themselves from COVID? Because none of us knew. But what's with the deal with the whole outfit? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a hazmat do you, suit. It's like a, yeah, so you're trying to figure out, do you sell it or do you right. not? Right, do I sell it or do I not? So I was like, I'm going to sell it. So I just walked by. And I just go, hi, Squirtle. And I just continued walking. I wanted to take out my phone and take a picture, but I thought that would be weird. <laughs> so this, I... That... No, it wouldn't have been. First of all, no, it wouldn't have been weird. I was going to say, what's weirder, me taking a picture or a person literally walking through a park alone dressed as Squirtle in the middle of the day? I'm not saying – I don't want to say that he was 
or he or she. I have no idea it was a squirrel. Was begging to be taken a picture of. I mean, because I mean, of. it's but but you kind of want to. So I get that. But just reminds me of the time when I did a stand-up show uh-huh. in Boston. I think it was like an Emerson thing. I don't know, but it was at that one theater where the Blue Man Group play. Mm, yeah. And I, uh, we were told before the show starts. Oh, that if you see the blue man group. If you see the blue man group. Because they had apparently they had to walk through Painting. the area to go to the main blue man stage. Yeah. Because this was like some cabaret theater or whatever. Yeah. In that building. They said, if you see the blue man group, do not acknowledge them. Uh-huh. And everybody else, everybody did their sets or whatever, no blue man groups. And uh this uh this this fellow, uh Reggie Williams. Uh-huh. Uh got there a little bit late. So he did. He missed the announcement. <laughs> and he's up there doing a set and he just sees the Lunar Group Pro. And in the middle of the set, he goes, What the fuck? <laughs> See, he went for it. He went for it, but he didn't know. Of course he didn't know. He didn't know. Nope, didn't know. Because he wouldn't he wasn't there. So maybe but, but again, completely valid reaction. Uh-huh. And the, the, not, not the, and the and the blue man didn't say anything. He just no. walked right by. It w- right. Although it would have been funny if the blue man was like, "What the fuck? Hey, <laughs> I told you, I'm blue." Maybe I should have just said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> to Squirtle as he walked through the park. I think you should have followed him. I was really kind of tempted to see where he was going. Just kind of not gonna lie. Pick a little bit of distance. Just and then just follow him. Exactly. Be like, "Where are you going?" Because he wouldn't be able to see you in that mask. I. It was a. Giant fucking like cosplay squirrel costume. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I was just like, like it. So, but then the other part of me is like, are you a furry? And you're just Maybe out off to a, a, a and you're just a out deal. for a stroll on this lovely day. Totally understand. But it was just such an odd thing to see with no preparation. Maybe it'll happen again. I don't know. I'm, you know, it never happened again. And I'm kind of sad. I really wanted to see Squirtle again. Or maybe next time I'll see him, it's a whole bunch of Pokemon. <laughs> There's a bunch of people just following with their phones, trying to capture him. I... <laughs> Which reminds me, uh, I, mean, I, just, I just read a... Was it about the LAPD officers who got yes. in trouble? Yes. <laughs> they got in trouble because they ignored a call for a robbery because they had to go catch a Storlax. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty <laughs> subordinate thing to do but it's also i feel like a very la thing i just i don't know it's, why it just feels i very feel it's something that would happen on a tv show it would yes. happen, you know what I mean? how like, do we not know it wasn't a tv show well apparently it was real <laughs> apparently it was real apparently they didn't do their jobs and they just went hunting for pokemon but you know what maybe that was for the best <laughs> anyways <laughs> here uh, wally figures out because he sees this dude in the window because he follows like a path where he thinks this guy walked and he's like, oh, look, there's his house. And, you know, he goes and knocks on the door and he's like, motherfucker, give me my speed back. How do you? He says, says, open up, Howie. I'm taking you in for robbing robbing that bank. How do you steal the speed? I don't know. We don't know. Okay. We don't know. It's just just something that happened with lightning because we actually know what it was is that Wally got his powers just as Barry got his powers because right. lightning right. Hit, struck all those chemicals. Struck all those chemicals. Right. And lightning and chemicals give you powers. Right. So remember that. I remember that. And But it, so when the lightning hit the did it switch his power to this dude? Yeah, it switched his power to this dude. Oh. Um fickle. 
No so, chemicals needed. Because, you know, maybe there was some sort of, when we were hit by lightning, it created an electromagnetic field, which affected the chemicals that originally gave me my super speed and transferred them to Howie. So what, is he just like constantly soaked in chemicals? And maybe because they're in his blood and like, he, maybe he was sweat. I don't, I don't know. How does was, he, was he secreting? How does he not have every kind of cancer? You can say that about a lot of superheroes. Very true. <laughs> Man, we're really digging in on this stuff here, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so this guy comes out of his house and he's like, fuck you, I'm not giving you a speech back. And they, so they start fighting. And Wally, being the superhero, uh-huh. you know, with experience and deductions uh-huh. and whatever and combat, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to stop this guy and get my speed back. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to first hit him with a stick and then grab the power lines. Oh. <laughs> grab the, I'm going to, and he's like, and essentially, he's like, I'm going to electrocute this motherfucker. All right. As he runs toward me, which if brother has master, you know, the, the super speed. Think he could stop before. You think you'd be it. like, oh, the flash is standing there with a live power line. Maybe I should stop and run away. You would think. But he does not. Nope. And so he runs right into ho- ho- this Howie runs right into Wally. And, you know, they have a have a embrace full of energy. Uh-huh. And uh and Wally, Wally gets, gets a speed. Wally back. gets a speed back. Yeah. And then he's like, I gotta hang out with that girl. I have to go. I gotta get that nooner. I gotta get that nooner. Yeah. Cause I you know, cause uh I'm middle of the day sex. <laughs> Is that from something? I know where it's. I know where I heard it from. What? Nooner. Oh, I don't know if it's from anything specific. I feel like I've always kind of just known the term. The reason why I know it is because there's an episode of Married with Children where Peg tells Al that he they get some nooner when he's at the shoe store, and Al like loses his fucking mind because he's like nooner, nooner. <laughs> I thought he hated having sex with Peg, but he really likes nooner. I don't remember that episode, but maybe that's where I learned it because I wa- I feel like I watched. That's where I remember it from. I watched every episode of Married with Children, but he hated having sex with Peg. I don't know why. Right? Peg, Peg, nothing wrong with Peg. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal at the, height, at the height of her powers in the eighties. Right. Looking great. Ni- late eighties, early nineties looks great. Yeah, but he but he was really excited for neuter. Who knew? <laughs> that's. But there was episodes where he would be like, "All right, sex." Right, but most of the time she was like begging him for sex, and he was always like, "No," and he like refused to have sex with her, which I don't understand why. He always reminds me of that Simpsons joke where it's like, "Al, let's have sex." No, toilet flush. flush. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I also remember the Mad Magazine parody, "Buried with Children." Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. There's a lot, a lot to unpack in this comic. Yes. And, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't care about Kid Flash. Um, Next issue is the origin of his costume. Wow. Something I need to know. Um, I mean, I, I like reading these, you know, I love these weird, you know, Bronze Age shit. So I would definitely read this, this next Flash issue, but I don't think I'd read the Kid Flash issue or the Kid Cash issue. No, I, I wouldn't read the Kid Cash issue. Yeah, um, I don't care about that. But I, I mean, I, I'd like to see, you know, Barry getting frozen and maybe that guy coming back to life. See, I'm interested in that. Riding a polar bear to his <laughs> rescue. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Just riding a polar bear husk. Yeah. You know, or he glued all the polar bear hair to him. It's like when... 
Luke Skywalker put himself in whatever the fuck that thing oh, that's is. That's right. <laughs> the whatever it is, you know. What I'm These things about. smell terrible, but yeah. I'll save your life, kid. He's like, I'm just gonna like wear it like a fucking snuggie. <laughs> and that's what that guy does. That polar bear husk to go save Barry. If Flash in 1978 was had had. Arctic explorers wearing animals, man. Uh, you don't know it doesn't happen. I don't know because I don't have the next issue. We don't have the next issue, and the Bronze Age was very weird. But you know what? If you might not get it in the Bronze Age. I bet you in the Silver Age. <laughs> in the Silver Age, we're totally wearing animals. A hundred percent. Superman wore so many animals back in the Bronze Somebody Age. Somebody came up with Bawana Beast, babe. They sure did. I have that issue. I have his debut issue. I mean, that's just a fucking nightmare right there. <laughs> Why is Bawanabee's not a bigger thing? Because it's terrifying. But Jesus Christ, it's so He's weird. He's smashing animals together. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's an absolute torturing, torturous nightmare. <laughs> These poor animals must suffer for the rest of their lives because they've been smashed into something else. How Bawanabee? Do they ever de-smash? No, they come apart. <laughs> How Bawana Beast fucking puzzle? What's going on over there? How Bawana Beast managed to appear in anything else other than the debut issue he appeared in is yes. a miracle. You're right. <laughs> because in the 70s or I think it's 60, like 60s or whatever. I don't know if this is acid is a hell of a drug or cocaine is a hell of a drug. I think acid. Right. Or acid and weed. I don't know if cocaine. I feel like it's got to be like shrooms or something. Like, yeah, somebody took a bunch of them and went, you know what? And but they did it. But then people had to have written in to the to DC and be like, give us more of that. Because <laughs> that's how that works. They were also on shrooms. And they, they also didn't stop to think about the implication. <laughs> they, they wrote the letter just says, I'm on shrooms. And they went, clearly <laughs> they, they want Bawanabee's back. I'm on shrooms. And then they just drew Bawanabee's mask. <laughs> yeah, right? It was like, the people, they, they obviously have spoken. <laughs> just tons of letters. Just, just covered in tie-dye. <laughs> just says, I'm on shrooms. Oh, man, this Bawanabee's is hot. Maybe I try to think. Have we ever done the Moana Beast origin? I don't on know, show? but I think it would be really funny if we had a shirt that just said "I'm on shrooms" and had like a little <laughs> shitty drawing of a Moana Beast mask at the bottom. I'd buy that shirt. Worst collection ever. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we didn't get sued by DC for having a Moana Beast, it'd be a there. really shitty Moana Beast. So you could argue it's not a Moana Beast. <laughs> it's a parody. It's the star. It falls under fair use because it's a parody. That's right. There you go. Kiss my ass, DC. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, you know what's funny is we always sit there and we we do these episodes and we're like, man, we should like hurry up and get through this episode. And, and then we take two and a half hours. We hour and a half at this point. Jesus fuck. Because we're just fucking riffing. We're riffing. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, which I still have to do that for our own show. I have to check do- out that star system or whatever they've started. Oh, yeah. And uh, Deezer. Deezer. Deezer, which uh, if you're in France... Apparently, Deezer's a big deal. Oh, all right. D E E Z E R. Okay. A, a, I kind of like that. Bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour.
<laughs> Anyways, yeah, so check us out for that. And yeah, thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.